What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you? Good morning. You're good. Fantastic. Healthy and alive. Yeah. We don't have to do the healthy anymore, right? Now it's just the alive because the protesters are, excuse me, the rioting thugs are, are going to come to your city soon. Yeah. Actually, uh, we're supposed to have a quote unquote protest tomorrow. Really? What are the plans for it? Uh, I don't know details. Um, someone I know uh, has some friends in the area that are, uh, shall we say, left leaning. And uh, they were talking about a protest tomorrow. So, uh, okay, what the details are, don't know yet. Mm, very important. Do you have br- palace of bricks just showing up around town? I haven't been in town to see yet, so we'll find out. I'll actually be in town tomorrow during the time that the protest is supposed to be on. So, yeah, if I see anything, I'll definitely uh, get some video or something. Yes, get some video and look down alleyways. Do you have alleyways down there? I take it. Yes, you look down alleyways uh, for um, kind of yeah. Okay. Well, behind like behind things that are on the side of uh, streets and um, buildings and things like that, look for gas cans, empty bottles, and rags <laughs> because mm-hmm. those will probably mm-hmm. be down there too, stuffed around the corner somewhere. But anyway, or hidden in a bush, yeah. you know. But those big pallets of bricks—you should have seen those things. They're so obvious. They're just out there in the middle of nowhere, right? They're just—it's just, just kind of like been staged there, and then they lead the rioters down those streets just out of coincidence. Yeah. And here, oh, yep. where did all these bricks come from? Oh, okay. I was watching an interview on that from one of the guys that was in that area. I think his name was like Elijah Schaefer, I think. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anyway, he was talking about that that the protest, the organizers were directing people where to go to find these bricks and the the ingredients to make a Molotov and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They were, they were telling them where to go and directing them. Wow. And that's crazy. When he posted that on Twitter and whatnot, he was getting bashed and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. And he's like, look, I got video of it. I posted it, you know? So, yeah. Well, we can't rain on the parade of the peaceful protesters now, can we? Hmm. No, we can't do that. Bunch yeah, of thugs and yeah. degenerates is all they are. Anyway, all right. So uh-huh. let's talk about something other than that this morning. So let's talk about the tropical storm that's forming off of the um, off the Atlantic coast. I think it's is it North Carolina? No, 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 no. It's Gulf no. of Mexico. It's and coming up out of the right Gulf now, of Mexico. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay, so tropical storm Christ, Cristobal, I think is the name of it. Uh, the Cristobal. third storm Cristobal. named. Yeah. Cristobal, yeah. Third storm named in 2020 Atlanta hurricane season uh, formed over the southwest Gulf of Mexico on Tuesday afternoon. Newly formed Cristobal continued to unleash torrential rainfall across portions of Mexico and Central America on Tuesday, threatening serious flooding and mudslides. Yeah, those people can't catch a break down there. So it's headed north, it looks like. Like this is the trajectory it's going to take coming off of um, looks like Costa Rica. So or no, it's coming out of no, it's coming out of Guatemala, something like that. Yeah, somewhere along in there. Yeah, about Guatemala area. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like so, they they were projecting it to go like straight north up. Into, it's like, going Texas, straight Louisiana. north. That's crazy. So Harvey was the last big one to hit down there, right? Uh, I don't know what the last one big one was. 
I think um, that was the big one. I think that's what it was. And man, that was just that that smashed into that whole area down there and it was just a mess. So this like they're project they're projecting that this one's gonna go straight north. No deviation, no nothing. It's gonna go straight north. And if it slams into Texas, man, in the midst of all this, right? In, in the midst of all these riots and, and all these idiots out there on the streets, I mean, can you imagine? Like this will get them off the streets, right? That's I mean, it's a good that's one good way, right? It's God's way of saying, Hey, listen here, stop this nonsense, right? Get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, the um, it'll hit Houston area more than likely from what what they're projecting. It, it'll probably hit Houston area. And that could I mean, if there's torrential rains could cause flooding again. And if that happens, then uh, God, that that would just suck, man. They just opened up business and then they had the riots. So they're hurting from the COVID-19 pandemic. Now they're hurting from the riots and then a, po- a possible uh, torrential rains like oof. Uh huh. What, what's this? Co- you said something there. What, COVID nineteen. What is that? Is that, is that something significant? I know, right? It's 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 disappeared from the narrative, hasn't it? Even though <laughs> we're still nothing. in the middle of the pandemic, there is nothing about it. Nothing. It's like like the the media were calling all the people on the state house steps terrorists because they were out there when they weren't social distancing and they didn't have masks on. But all of a sudden, these people that are out there burning the cities down, they're protesters. Here in like four weeks, um, if we don't see a spike in COVID nineteen numbers. Uh, because of these protests, then you'll know it was a um, bit of a, a scam. Yeah, nonsense. Yeah, overhyping. Yeah. yeah, okay. And now they've all come out and said, of course, now that nobody cares, they've all come out and said, oh, well, you know, those those lockdowns, they just weren't necessary. They weren't necessary. The hell you uh-huh. say. Uh-huh. You destroyed our economy for nothing. You fools. You bumbling fools. You destroyed our economy for what? Those people, man, I tell you, th- those people. If it were me, if I were that, if I were that benevolent dictator that GP talks about, these people would be in bracelets by six p.m. So anyway, all right, uh, moving right along. So yeah, tropical storm, bad, bad news. North Carolina governor rejects the GOP's demand for a full-fledged convention. Do they even need one? Do they need one at this point? What do they need a convention for? It's just like I'll tell you what Republican conventions are. They're a joke. It's an entertainment show. That's all it is. It's a bunch of idiots up there on stage playing. Playing music, you know, saxophones and drum sets and 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 picking guitars and all that stuff. And it's like the country's burning, you fools. We don't need a convention where you're up there on stage uh, with, with stupid hats on and streamers going all over the place. Honestly, uh, at, at this point, really just whatever you do. I, I don't care. Trump's the only candidate running anyway, so it's not really a hard choice. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, does it? No, no unless I plan to replace him and they don't have enough support to replace him. So it's not. No, that's I, I know. I know Biden. it's a, it, it's B- kind of a Biden's system that we have in place. And yeah, yeah, Biden will get replaced. Sure. But uh, nah, I, I mean, there, there's not really a reason to have one in person. But at the same time, I know Trump really likes having rallies and that kind of thing. And he hasn't been able to have one recently. Uh, so I don't know. No, we'll we'll definitely see uh, see what happens. I would be honestly, I would be concerned that in the current climate of things, COVID nineteen aside, because there's they're still arguing some of that that COVID nineteen is still a, a possible problem, and we shouldn't have groups of people meeting. And oh, what's that about the rioters? And you guys don't really care about that one. But anyway, that's a side issue. But I'm I'm actually legit concerned about if they did have one of these rallies or or the the convention that you would have rioters or something show up and and attack the building or something yeah. while Yeah, yeah, I could see there. I could see molotovs and bricks getting thrown through the front windows yeah. of that place. Yeah. So all you have to do just let the actual people that are Trump supporters stand guard out front. I assure you they won't bother that place too much, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I 
You know, I've kind of talked to uh, to people off air about that, and we're we're under kind of the same opinion that you know the the Second Amendment is there to protect yourselves against this very thing, you know, riots uh-huh. and this kind of thing, people destroying mm-hmm. your property. But look at it this way: if you're one of the conservative types that do arm yourselves to protect your your property, and let's say the rioters do come in and attack your your you know throw rocks or whatever, and you defend yourself. The media is going to brand you as a racist, uh, a, a a fascist, a white supremacist, and your reputation will be destroyed by the media. You're more or less a, a average Joe, but you'll become a, a pariah across the the nation. And you know that. Yeah, I don't but know. It, it the thing really is, bad. though. Yeah, but the thing is, though, does anybody care about what the media thinks anymore? I mean, outside of like a DC politician, does anyone care? Yes, corporations, businesses, they tend okay, to listen well, to yeah. Twitter. The Twitter mob. But, but the actual, like the person itself, you know, like the person themselves, does the mm-hmm. average person out there, do they even care? Because I wouldn't, you know, I, I would be one of these people that would say, listen here, you know, you people are lying pieces of trash, all of you, you know, you can all drop dead as far as I'm concerned, right? That's me. I, I don't care what the media has to say. If they want to run some hit piece and say, oh, this guy's oh whatever, you know, they're going to use their labels regardless. So my, my point is, is like people, I think they just need to kind of get into it and they say, you know what, the hell with all of you. Right. Everybody knows they're fake news anyway. Right. They're they're a joke. Everybody knows that the agenda that they've got, even Fox News, we went over the Fox News thing last night. How did that woman brand that reporter? How did she brand the people that were defending the Target store? Oh, they're a bunch of drunks. Uh, You know, these people, they've got their own political opinions. Okay, well, are they not allowed to have that? What, they're out there against the agenda that's being pushed everywhere else? So you're supposed to be a, quote, what do they call themselves? Fair and biased? Or it's fair no. and non-biased or what? whatever? Fair and non-biased, fair, yeah. yeah. Yeah, whatever. And that, but yeah. That, they're not following that with comments like that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I would have turned around. If I were the reporter, I would have turned around and I would have grabbed a few of them. I would have picked a few of them out and said, hey, you know, you come over here. Right? You want to talk? Come on over here. Mm-hmm. You know, tell us what you're doing you know, here. I'm, but kind of the point I was getting at, though, is let's say you defend your store, right? And the media says, oh, this is the guy's name. Twitter will run with that. They will dox you. And then all it takes is one or two people that are extremists to go in and torch your house or shoot up your house. Or, I mean, they'll target you on a, on an individual personal level. And they do that specifically to engender fear in people and to, you know, I mean, they, they, they think this is a revolution, many of them, like the Antifa groups and whatnot. They, mm-hmm. they think this is a revolution. Yeah. They think that they're in the right and that this is their patriotic duty and blah, blah, blah. It's not about it's not about Floyd anymore. But anyway, no. Anyway. All right. So let's uh, let's jump back over to the, uh, the primary thing. So Biden is being touted as uh, the guy that he's the guy to beat Trump. Right. This is the guy they're, uh, they're they're touting. I don't see this. They're talking about how he's leading in the polls and he's up plus 10 and all this stuff. He's, he's not really, is he? Like, there's no way. What's this guy done? He, he's a bumbling fool. He can't string a, He can't string together a sentence. I haven't made fun of Biden up to this point really all that much because it's not right. It's not right because I can see that there's a, a cognitive issue there. There's a mental decline. And so it's not right for me to sit here and to make fun of somebody like that. So I'm just not going to do it. But uh, in the midst of all this, he, he's he's seriously like th- this has got to be like a, I, I see the Hillary agenda being pushed here. This, this is the agenda I see pushed. What were we told about Hillary? 
all the way up until election day, what were we told? Oh, she's 20 points ahead and don't even bother coming out to vote. And she's already measuring what the drapes are going to be in the White House. And it was a complete failure. Right? It was a landslide in the other direction. Is it the same here? Because I think it is. Well, uh, you're, yeah, I, I think it probably is a, a landslide, at least for Trump. But the, the thing is, is the, the people that are willing to come out and talk or say they'll vote for Trump, some of them are remaining in hiding because they're in left-wing bastion cities, right? And they're concerned that if they do come out and speak, that they'll lose their job or they'll lose uh, their friends or, you know, they'll get that again, they'll be a pariah. So on top of that, these organizations that are doing the polling, most of them, if not all, are left-leaning anyway. So are we sure they're giving an, an unbiased, accurate uh, figure. I mean, are they are they going in and, and legitimately uh, polling random people or an equal amount of Democrats and Republicans and independents? Are, are they truly doing that? Or is it more of a um, 50, 10, 30 or something, you know, or, or whatever, you know, they poll mostly Democrats, a few independents, and then you know, a few Republicans, and then they just throw in their own mix what they what they estimate the, the rest will vote. I mean, I, I don't trust these. Yeah, I don't either. Never have. Amusement parks are going to open back up, you know, like Disney and all this stuff. They're going to open back up. But you have to social distance and you have to wear masks, right? Because all those things work, you know. So we have to uh, we have to do all this stuff. So they're going to open these things up. Have you ever been to any of these theme parks? Do you go to theme parks? The only theme park I've been to is like Six Flags and maybe uh-huh. like Silver Dollar City and Branson. Uh-huh. And, you know, but no, I, I don't do theme parks. I'm not. Yeah, I, I, don't, nah, yeah. I don't have any interest. So like you, you don't get into like all the roller coasters and stuff. None of that stuff. Nah, nah, I'm not no. a roller coaster person. OK, well, you're a Star Wars guy, right? Like you, you uh, like the saga. I like Star Wars well enough. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, who, who doesn't? Right. I mean, I, I like Star. I like I don't like any of the new ones, but the original six, man, I, I like that. I mean, I love the story. But of now, the, well, of the new ones, I like Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah. OK, so the wh- yeah. that's the one. OK, so which one? The last two then were terrible. Is that is that how it works or is that how it worked? Rogue, Rogue One was the one in between three and four. Um, OK, so that was kind of the this is how the spies got the intelligence kind of one. And that one, I, I thought that one was good because it it fit the narrative of the storyline. But the the other ones, eh, I don't I don't care. It was just a lot of fanfare and uh, trying to I, I, I just didn't care about the the newer ones and some of, I haven't even really seen the the newest ones. Okay. I'm actually somewhat interested in getting into Mandalorian the series, but other than that, nah. Well, Disney World, right? The, you know how Disney is the purveyor of Star Wars now, right? So they do all the all the stuff. <laughs> yeah, just about everything, but yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So Disney World, <laughs> right? They're going to enlist some uh some people from the Star Wars series to in, to enforce the uh, the social distancing at their theme park. They're going to use the stormtroopers to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're going to be. I, you couldn't. You could not make this up, right? You could not make this up. They're actually going to have stormtroopers walking around Disney World in Orlando to make sure that people are social distancing. I'm not making that up. I mean, look, they, oh. they were the those characters were already walking around in the area anyway. I mean, they're already there. Well, yeah, but I mean, so they're probably just going to use them to do this. I mean, no one takes it, it seriously. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Why don't they just turn the whole thing into like Mos Eisley Spaceport or something, right? They just like theme set the whole thing, right? Uh, Because that's that's what it would be. I mean, that would actually be kind of fun, but (laughs) it's just I I look I I I almost want to cry for humanity because we're so adolescent, if that makes any sense. Like like that's where we're at. It's almost like 
I mean, I, I know what the agenda is, right? The agenda, it's been done on purpose. That's why we see like all these superhero movies and stuff. It's like you raise up a nation of children on the television and you make sure that they have an arrested development sense and they never get out of a sense of adolescence. And so they're easier to manipulate. Like that's that's the whole yeah. process of, of everything where we're at now. This is why the average person is all into like this the superhero stuff on top of on top of you have the communist Chinese who's bought out most of the the Hollywood production houses. And so that particular genre of movies sells better in the Far East than what it does here. So they will get into like the superhero stuff more over there. I mean, why do you think we have it? I mean, it's not because there's a big fan base for that. There wasn't. They had to create one, but they they tailored it to a new generation coming up. And so I, I talk to certain people, man, and it's like they're all into that stuff. Like all the what, what's the one where they have like all the different things, like all the different characters. What, what's that one? Avengers. Avengers. That's it. Like they, they get into all this and they're telling me all, well, all this storyline and this person's going to do this and this character's going to do that. And I'm like, you people can't be serious. Mm-hmm. You, you can't be serious. You're grown adults. You're going on 40 and you're talking about superheroes. It's not possible. It is not possible. I, I refuse to believe that. You're going into baseball, so yeah. Well, I, I am, but I'm not. I, I am, but I'm not. I gave it up. But I mean, I, the only reason I'm into it is because I played it. You know, like I, I gave it, you know, I gave it a, a good significant portion of my life. So I, I was in, I was dedicated to the game, but it was real. You know what I mean? Baseball's real. It's a real thing. It's a it's a tough sport. It's it's a it's a skilled trade that you have to learn. It's really tough. And if you want to make it like if you really want to make it in baseball, then you have to play every day. And I mean, every day from the time you're seven years old until the time. I mean, every day is an all day, all day and into the evening. You're out there in the backyard taking grounders with your old man. Right. That kind of stuff. It's that like it's really that that's what you have to be. It's a dedicated, skilled trade that you learn and you have to stick with. I think there's a very big distinction between that and superheroes. <laughs> so that's that's just the, the how I, see it. I mean, sports is it's a game. I mean, there's not really any importance to it. It, it serves no pers- purpose other than to entertain you. Same way with t- uh, superheroes and whatnot. It, superheroes give people hope like it gives them someone to look up to, someone to strive. I mean, look, for example, Captain America, great character, like the morals and standards that the dude has, like that is a great example for people to, to strive for. Right. So, I mean, I I don't really, personally, I don't have an issue with people having like, um, idols, if you will, or, or someone to look up to someone to give them hope, you know, that, that kind of perception you will, if you will. And besides that, I mean, it, it, it appeals to, uh, like a certain type of person, for example, um, the the nerdy types and whatnot that are more into the, your sci-fi movies or your, or your superhero movies and whatnot, they can give you an, an encyclopedia-based amount of knowledge, you know, um, on these kind of things. And it's not anything like they're being childish or anything like that. It's just that they share an interest with that, right? And it's they retain knowledge. So, I mean, it just, it, it, it attracts different types of people. Same way with sports, it attracts a certain type uh, of person and, you know, and they, they tend to overlap. So I, I, I don't knock people for. Okay. All right. I, I suppose. That. Yeah. I, I suppose you make a very valid point there. I mean, I just, I, I expect it out of like kids and teenagers, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I expect. I expect them to be all into like the superhero stuff. And it's just, mm-hmm. I, I guess it just gets to a point where it's like you, you outgrow that kind of thing. Or I think that people should outgrow that kind of thing. I mean, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with it because I mean, I, I don't know. It's like you, you, 
get to a certain point and you think it's like Santa Claus, right? You get to a certain point. You're like, oh, that guy, the guy that's supposed to bring me presents and eat cookies, right? <laughs> you know, then you get to a certain point. You're like, OK, yeah, that guy's not real. It doesn't mean anything. So, you know, it's a it's an allegory of what was what actually happened previous to that. But I mean, it's just I don't know. hundred different ways to go with that conversation. Anyway. All right. What else that do you have this morning? Well, we've got Wells Fargo is they're stopping loans to independent excuse me they're stopping loans to independent car dealerships okay so independents typically sell your used cars right whereas the the damn brand dealerships usually sell the new vehicles so they're stopping uh they didn't give a an, an exact number of how many um dealerships but it was listed as hundreds so there's hundreds of of independents that are no longer getting loans uh, so if you want to you want to get a car um a loan through the dealership usually they you know have something set up with a bank and you don't do it through you're not no 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 longer doing that um they claim this is because of the covid 19 situation and and all the the loans that were given out during that time period they're concerned that these locations will default on the loans and that sort of thing so they're they're just trying to save their own skin i think it's a valid uh, concern because People are going to be met with financial hardships in the midst of all this. Yeah. And how many people have lost their jobs? How many people have lost their businesses? What about a small business that had a fleet of vehicles that they still own? That's going to fall back yeah. on the bank, right? If that business folds, they liquidate. The bank's going to have to seize those assets, auction them off, and then they'll get a, a portion of what they had. So they're not going to be able to pay the loan. So I see where the banks are coming from on that. And to be honest with you, I think that it's going to be even further along those lines. Do you remember before all this, like... um what was it? Um, <clears throat> I was telling you before all this started, before all this COVID stuff and, and everything, before all this, do you remember me telling you I had a friend of mine who worked at a bank and he was telling me that he was told to give $11 million in loans? Yeah. Yeah. I do okay. remember that. Yeah. So the banks were being told they were getting flushed with cash and they were saying, give out these loans. We don't care if people pay them back. Well, now that Piper's coming home to, to be paid, isn't he? So all that's yeah. going to all that's going to get rebounded. Same thing with the mortgage thing. You think the mortgage crisis of 08 was bad? You ain't seen nothing yet because this this sucker's going to blow uh, when it goes. That that housing market's been overinflated for a long time. That's a bubble if there ever was one. So with the uh, with the banks doing this with uh, with automobiles, I can see them denying home loans now too. If you've got a home loan and you're looking to refinance, now's also the time to do it because mortgage rates are are zero. I mean, they, they haven't been this low. Any lower, we're, we're, we're going negative, right? Yeah, yeah. So it, It's pretty low, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've got a home loan or you're going to be a new home buyer in the midst of all this, now's a great time to do it. I would caution, though, about new home buying at this point or buying a car at this point. Anything you have to take a note out on right now is a little risky for me mm -hmm. because you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we're at $25 trillion. We're going to be printing uh, like, and then now you're, I mean, we're talking about taking on more debt and then you've got Congress floating trillions and trillions of dollars in more spending. So you're going to take out a note on something. That's crazy. That's crazy. I wouldn't do that, but that's just yeah. me. Well, not to mention the riots. <laughs> yeah, the I mean, riots. they're destroying, they're seriously, I mean, they're, I'm surprised they're, they're not infrastructure. I'm surprised they're not stealing cars. Why are they not stealing dealership cars? That would make more sense. Wouldn't it? I'm not sure that they aren't. We haven't seen any reports on it because the the mainstream media wants to paint them as being peaceful. It's not. It's not. It's anywhere from 
peaceful. There, there are some places that are peaceful protests and it doesn't get violent. Or if it does get violent, it's usually Antifa or, or Black Lives Matter has taken over. And, you know, yeah, but they don't want to talk about those groups that are taking over. Unfortunately, I think we're going to have to end there. So we do have some riot stuff coming up this afternoon, of course, because unfortunately there's nothing else to talk about at the moment. So I, I, I'm just, I, I'm so ready for a, re- for a regular day, man. I, I'm just, I'm so ready for one. Anyway, all right, we're going to sit down. We're going to talk some riots and stuff later on this afternoon. So thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.